Okay. Uh, we um, we start the new handout uh, tonight. Uh, I I hope it's online. Um, so if you get a chance, maybe uh, send Michael another email to uh, another link. I, I think I put this on. If anybody's listening and it's not on, uh, please let us know. It starts with the uh, Ramah and the Shach. It says 1A on the top. And we're going to... Um, it's not on? Oh. Okay, let's try that again. Uh, okay, now. Okay. So again, we're starting the new photocopies. Uh, we'll send another email with the link. And uh, if, um, if you don't see it, if anybody's listening, please let us know. It starts with the 1A on the top. And there's a bear girl in the middle with the Ramah on the bottom. And we're going to see these Marmot comments first. Then we're going to go back to the Shulchan Aruch inside. But this is going to take us a couple of nights. There will be Shir Mitzvah Shen tomorrow night. I hope people didn't start shopping already. I mean, I hope they did, but not at 9.15 in the evening. So um, the other one will be here. Uh, the, your wife is not uh, sending you anywhere. Okay. As I said, it's the night before Tiny Zestor. I'm not sure what that means. But uh, we Mitzvah Shem will have Shir. Uh, Kimu Vakimu is not a good idea to cancel Shir right before Perm. Uh, let's go to the Ramah. Good evening, Avram. Let's go to the Ramah. It's in the bracket, uh, one line on the bottom. And this is, as I mentioned, a major subtopic. Can one use Meiser money for mitzvahs? And if they can, what type of mitzvahs? And is there a machlekes? And where is the machlekes? So, you have to concentrate here because there's... Ramah and then the Shachnataz, uh, which we're going to quote widely, and the Shailiz are they arguing. Ramah says, Ein lasos in Meiser Shaloi Dvar Mitzvah. You can see that in the brackets. I, I only bracketed part of the Ramah. Ramah gives you examples of mitzvahs. So he says, like buying Nerith for a shul. Now, before anybody gets nervous over here, giving money to the shul is a mitzvah stalker. The question over here is, can you use Meiser money for it? No one's questioning the need for it. There's a chiv in every community to build one and for the upkeep, and that's stucca. Uh, what Ramah seems to be saying is that not every stucca is supposed to be taken from Meiser money. The simple explanation would seem to be, and we'll, I'll show you this is a machlekes, the simple explanation is that Meiser money is supposed to be used for anim, not for projects as important as they are. And Ramah gives a few examples. Uh, the other two examples are quite interesting. Uh, to buy Sandikos, which the Shach discusses, we used to buy Sandikos. Now, Sandik today, as I started mentioning last week, is a very hush of a thing. It's a school of Farashiris, and the minig is that the Sandik buys a nice gift or sometimes pays for the purse, somewhere in between. And that is a facsimile of the original minig where people, even if they weren't related, it seems, used to look for Brisson to buy Sandikos. What? It usually, that's what I'm saying, usually goes to the father or grandfather. What? I said because they're paying for the bris. Uh, no, it's the other way around. No, 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 that's not the way, that's what I'm saying. That's what's interesting about this. They used to, a guy who had no shackles in the family, and he used to go over and buy the schus of Santa Cruz. If it's a poor family and they're doing it to pay for the bris, then that's certainly miser money, a bill, uh, miser money territory, because they can't afford it. You're paying for the bris. Told about somebody who would have been able to afford it without you, and you want to buy the schus. Um, it's a chiddush to me that that's even an example of it is a dvar mitzvah. But it's a schus to be the sandik, but it's an interesting. Uh, are people buying it for the mitzvah? They're buying it for the school law, but apparently, 
It doesn't make a difference. They're buying it. Another example, which we don't have today, was they used to pay for buying the schus of walking down a chasen and kala. Very fascinating. We, I don't know what a mini, if they have parents, then the parents walk them down. If they don't, then never could be a samim, then usually a next of kin, an uncle, somebody walks them down. And apparently in Europe there was a, a similar thing where a person would pay for the schus of walking them down. And mind you, over there, that's the schus to walk them down, which is sort of like a heksha mitzvah for getting married, which is machin zishan, whether even that's a mitzvah. Because Ramam holds it is, and the Rosh holds it's just an institution. It's a Hashem mitzvah for Pruvu. So according to the Rosh, it's a Hashem mitzvah, a Hashem mitzvah, but apparently it was very becoming. We don't have this today, but the Ramah brings these examples of you're doing this, it was considered a mitzvah of some sort. You want to you buy it, can't afford it, you want to use buy some money. Is that legit? So the Ramah, just the face value, I don't want to slide it too much, Meshachet, uh, you in one direction, it's going to be a machlekes, but the Ramah might be saying, mitzvah at all, as noble as these things are, you can't use buy some money. Comes the uh, Shach and the Taz, we'll just say it outside for now, and they bring shitas that hold that you can. Is it a machlikis? Important to know. You can say, well, what difference does it make? Um, if I want to use it, I'll just rely on the Shach and the Taz. But as you know, it doesn't work like that. You have to know. No reason to start up with Ramah needlessly, uh, unless the meaning is like the Shach and the Taz, which we'll discuss later. But is there even a machlikis? So the first one I'm going to show you right here in the top is the Baragayla, which I enlarged over here. Baragayla, as you know, brings down Marmar Kaimis and once in a while has short comments which show you how he's learning the Sugya. And over here, the Baragayla makes a very important comment which tells us that the Baragayla was of the opinion that Ramah is not even arguing on the Shach and everybody agrees that really you can use some money for mitzvahs. And the reason Ramah says you can't is only when you're talking about a prior choiv, which means you obligated yourself to do something and now you want to turn around and use it for my some money, but that wasn't the original intent. And if that's the case, the Ramah and the Shachadaz, everybody would agree, just like everybody agrees, you cannot ever use my some money for a real Dosh Like, can you buy Tillin with my some money? No. Can you buy Lulu Vanessa with my some money? No. We just spoke before Mayrav. Uh, the place can point out you can't even do Machsa Shekel with my some money, even though it's not a Dinder Eisa, Dinder Abad, it's a mini. But it's a meaning that was understood. There was a separate meaning, and people weren't using Maisa money for it. Matan Slavyanim coming up uh, shortly. So uh, that's a Davish of a Chayva. It's either Dua or Dibbe Kabbalah. It's a real Chayva. You can use Maisa money for that. What you can do is you can figure out the minimum of the Matan Slavyanim, which the Ritva holds as a Pruta, others hold as a Shir Kadei Suda, which uh, maybe, you know, bagel and coffee, $4, $5, whatever it costs. If you want to give $1,000, the rest you can use for Maisa. Some say you should do it in two checks, some in one check. Uh, two checks is the Chumro. Because I'm giving what I'm giving, I'm giving more. But everybody's maskim, you cannot take a Dovash of a Chayva and use Maisa money for it, because Maisa is supposed to be extra, even according to the Shittas, you can use it for some sort of Dvar Mitzvah. Okay, these are just the basic parameters. Uh, let's see the Baragayla, how he explains the Ramah. You see in the middle of the page, Pirish? Shabalav, Hachi, Mechuyev, Akapanam, Lasas, Mitzvah Zu. The Ramah is only nixing using Maisa money for a mitzvah. Everybody got it? The middle of page 1A. Shabbat Pirish, Shabbat Lavachim, Mechayim, Akapanam, Lasas, Mitzvah, Zuv, Aretzel, Lifter, Mimanam, and Maiser. And now you want to use Maisa money for it. And you had a prior Chiv, either a set prior Chiv like Tefillin or something like that, or Ramah, that's not a Pashat. Ramah is talking about something which you weren't obligated, but you obligated yourself to do it. Now you want to change your mind and use it for Maisa money, where your original intention, honestly, was not to use it for Maisa money. 
So that you can't do. Ena Rishai, aval iraitza lasas ba mitzvah she'ena kfar mechuyuv. Rishai, but if you want to now opt to do a mitzvah which wasn't achiv in the first place, and from the get-go you're having a mind to use my some money, the Baragola claims there are more would agree to the shach that that's mutter. And there's no machlekes. That is the position of the Baragola. I will show you now two chuvas in the Psalm Sefer where he strongly disagrees. There are chayinim on the side of the Psalm Sefer, and there are some who take the avenue of the Baragola, but I want to show you the Psalm Sefer because it becomes a uh, major position in this whole sugya. Um, take a look at page 1b. See the bracket there? Sounds like he was resting somewhere in some village. He had a son who was a budding Tamachacham. And he married him off. This guy already was, uh, was a Tamachacham. He also had a Panasa, as we'll see soon, because he pledged to support the young couple. And he married, his son married the daughter of the Rav in town. How do I know? Because Bas Tamachacham over here means the Rav because the deal was, as it was in many small towns in Europe, uh, they didn't have too many large yeshivas. Actually, in Tamach Samsefer, the Pressburg was in existence. She was Pressburg. And often they learned by the Rav of the town. So he was marrying off. This made it real easy because his Shreya will be his Rebbe. And he will now... Uh, pledge support. They made official tanaim, so this is this is a real deal, and that's important for this shaila. And as he describes his chayev litein bechol shvua gimel zav mints, he promised three golden mints laharav sheyizan hazug al shachanan. They're going to live by the shver meshach vav shanim. There's some people who have this uh, funny view of history. They think the concept uh, kailu was born in America. Uh, this tshuva is Mechsam Sefer, and there are many, many, many tshuvas that talk about people learning a kailu in Europe when most people are starving. Just for the historical record, if, any, if you ever meet somebody who says, I don't know, they just started this uh, 50 years ago, it wasn't as uh, prevalent because very few people can afford it. It took a lot of serious nefesh, but Mechsam Sefer is not saying it's a This was the deal, and this was quite common. Uh, they put them up. It's cheaper than renting a separate house, yeah. Yeah, that was quite common in general for families, nuclear families. They lived in the same, the grandparents' parents. That was generally the case because who had money to rent separate apartments and they often didn't have an extra dira in Yerushalayim. So, nobody had, even the people living in Yerushalayim didn't have a dira. Uh, so, um, yeah, but I'm just pointing out, this is, it doesn't need a raya, but the Sam Savior is talking about such a case where they got married and he wanted to learn. He was learning by his, he's been learning by his fair in this case. And the father of the son promised six years of support. Also an interesting historical footnote that Labdafka, that the girl is always promising support. It happens a lot, but there's nothing wrong if the girl's father is a rov and he probably couldn't afford it. Something in those towns that often they didn't even pay any salary. They often gave uh, the rabbits in a concession to sell candles or something. It was a whole different uh, system. And um, and the father here was very happy. He was very proud of his son, and he wanted. He promised six years of support. So far, so good. Uh, the word "betzufim" is interesting. Meshech vav shanim betzufim. I don't know what the other choice is. Betzufim means continuous. It'd be a little funny if you offer six years of support, two years in this decade, two years in the next decade. I don't know exactly what the chiddush there is, but uh, must have been written like that. Kadesh Yilmer Aben Eitzel Harav. 
Now they're X amount of years into it. Apparently the business wasn't doing that well. Covered a love all hasabal. So the good news is the business is doing not so great, but it wasn't doing that horrible either. He can still afford it, but now he wants to use my money, which is fascinating. That means when he originally made this pledge, he had absolutely no havamina to use my money for this. Okay, why not? I think it was circumstantial. Apparently he was very comfortable, and he was giving to other people. And so my son, I'll use stam money. This is very okay. People ask me all the time, can they use my money to support children who are learning? Uh, the answer is yes. Uh, question is to what extent? The person has uh, 10 children. He wants them all to sit and learn for, uh, for five years. And he's comfortable, but uh, after he's finished with all that, he doesn't have any mice to give anybody else. Is there a cap on how much he should be giving close family versus other people? The answer is yes, and we will get to that. That's all part of this uh, chuba. Yeah. Wouldn't it be allowed to use the money? It's stuck anyway. It's stuck that sounds like giving money to the neighbor's base of Chines is also stuck up, but Shailiz should it be for Meiser money. So this could have been, he was comfortable enough that he was giving Meiser and he didn't have to include this. Great. Now the business wasn't doing as well and Baruch Hashem, he still plans on following through with his obligation, but he now wants to use it for Meiser money and that's what's not going to be very pressured over here. What is it supporting children that are learning the best kind of tzedakah? Uh, supporting any learning is the best time of tzedakah. But Shailiz is, is there any... Hashkafic, if not an Isser, is any Hashkafic uh, breakup of assets of, of stucco dollars in any percentage, family versus outside family. Because you can imagine if everybody gave all this stock only the family members, even though family members go first. We didn't get to that simon yet. Family members, charity begins at home, and, and you have to give stock to a, to a brother before you give to an outsider. Question is, is there a cap on that? Because you can imagine if supporting children learning is expensive. It always was and always will be. A person has a number of children and he wants to marry them off. He wants to all start them off and learning. If that's the case, not always the case, but if that's the case, or he has a, a 15 children, very common case, and the seven wants to learn, the seven uh, are not learning. He's going to spend a lot of money there. Is, it, is there anything actually wrong with using all the money that he has from, uh, available for my money for his children? The outsiders are not going to get anything. No, as opposed to giving to another guy sitting and learning who's not related. The hierarchy is a percentage allocation, not like. Well, we don't. The bucket's not unlimited. You have miser money, and it's limited miser money. Everybody has limited, so there's always a limit. No, so, the bucket, the, the capacity of the bucket. Like you have whatever money, give it all to the first bucket, as long as the first course. Oh, you mean the first, the first nitzrach? Yeah, well, not nitzrach, but the family learning. Family, Torah is a big priority, and family is a big priority. And yes, the, what, I'm, what I'm suggesting over here, I'm just giving you a coming, uh, coming attraction over here, we're not going to get to it now, is that it's, the answer is no. It's not necessarily ashkafically that sound to give all the money to children and family members. For good reason, by the way. Uh, the hashkafa, Chamsev is going to talk about it. He's going to write from a Mishnah, Ferish Mishnah, interestingly enough. Um, the Maidla of Learning, all of Shas Mishnahis. Uh, is that you can bring Raya's and Moshe does that all the time. All the Mishnahs nobody ever looks at, and Uxen and Tyrus and Zeroyim, and you know, Moshe will bring Raya's left, right, and center, and Ochus sits this. I, I, last uh, week, I had another two Bachram. I, I can't, I don't know why this isn't, I've mentioned this in Shir a number of times, uh, wearing, came to me with Sitsis Shailas, and they're wearing air conditioned Sitsis. So they came to me, they wanted to know something about the loops. I said, that's not Ma'ake, but the bag is possible. So it's, uh, usually they sort of have his look in the eye. When they're 14, they don't say it, but they say, that, that's not what I was asking. <laughs> that doesn't work that way. Uh, so he said, really? He says, it comes to Asher. I said, there are places that are Mekel, but um, the one big place that goes Mekel is in Israel, and we're in America, and it's, uh, 
it's a bit of a chutzpah for, I spoke to the importer about 10 years ago. I said, why are you bringing this in here and selling us an old stories? He says, there's demand. And besides, uh, don't you know that uh, Tzipa Esau Frank was Mekel? I said, I'm quite aware that Tzipa Esau Frank was, was a guy in Adir. And so was our Moshe, and we're in America. And everybody thinks they're following all our Moshe's coolers. And, you know, it's very strange. Um, so I don't know why, but please tell your friends. Um, if you see uh, over Perm, you'll see a lot of Bochum with it. It's out, probably. Beg it out, because they're probably wearing some clown suit underneath and have to put it, you know. So if you notice it, um, it's a mitzvah to, mitzvah to say something. Um, anyway, uh, the hashkafa over here is that you can have a scenario where you're giving stock of money and you're giving it all to children, and if enough people are doing that, an outsider will never have any access to any miser money if he's not from a wealthy family. That's not a very good scenario. That's problem number one that I can imagine, Ashkafali. Problem number two is there's also a slippery slope. I would imagine when people use MISA money for their children, they're a lot more generous than they are with other people. Now, you're saying, well, why is that dangerous? The answer is, well, MISA money is mom and hectic and has to be accountable. And people ask me, it's a good question, like how much should I use? I'm using MISA money for my children. I said, it's very simple. Just picture... Uh, and try to have an honest assessment. What would you give if this were a stranger? Would the budget be the same? Quite often the answer is no. So, the, so it's not a perfect science and people are in a to themselves. So at least if you have some sort of ceiling on that, we'll get to a percentage, he's going to suggest 50%, which is a large number. Um, still gives you plenty of room. But that covers you a little bit that at least you're not, if you are overspending and giving too much under the quote-unquote miser, at least the other half is still going to a Mormon Simpson to Kachashman. And the Derech Ha'ilum is, I think, everybody's human, is that uh, usually they're giving a lot more to their children than they would in the same scenario to somebody else. I think they'd be a lot more Jewish for Hakira for somebody else. You have, um, you have children living in Israel. I support them. If you support them with my some money, uh, they want to come back uh, Pesach, and then the next Simcha, the next Simcha, they already get to $12,000 in plane tickets. Uh, is that part of your general support? Is that coming from Isa? If it is, would you, if that was a stranger that asked you, what would the answer be? That's a, uh, you know, <laughs> that's not, not a partial thing to answer. What, what's the honest answer? Say, well, if, if there's a real bona fide need, you should let them do it. If it's not, then why are you spending my some money on your kids? Well, what are my kids? Okay. I, I just, some stuff doesn't say anything. I just, if you want to know what, why would there be a cap if you're asking a good question? You have two categories over here. They're both front and center. Charity begins at home. And Achazak Zatera, the answer is yeah. But the Achazak Zatera has to be the real amount that you'd be using for Achazak Zatera in the scenario. And how can you tell? The answer is if it was a total stranger, what would you be paying for? What was that? Right. Of oh, for my son, yeah, and I remember such a mice. Yeah, that's a whole different angle, yes. by the way, which yes. some server doesn't mention. Yes. I, yeah, I found the reason I mentioned that I found that surprising, right. because he's questioning he's questioning the whole musik. Right. Some safer is not. Which is interesting. He just he's going to discuss over here. It's a problem because he didn't originally have in mind my some money, and he discusses a cap, and he didn't uh, he didn't bring that in. Obviously, that that's another hashkaf to, to take care. Of, but I, I'm I'm worried about the practical downside of overspending. 
I mean, you'd have to ask, uh, this is a very, what I just described with the plane tickets is a very likely scenario. And you say, wait a minute, why would they, they we'll make it a chasna. Why would they come back? I said, like, okay, I hear. So if, if a stranger would call you and say, I want to fly with my four kids, I would make a chasna in New York. What would you say? I think the answer would be Skype. Or something to that effect. It's a lot cheaper. Like free. So uh, th- this is when you make decisions with my money, you got to remember, this is, this is, this is a shtickle mom and hectic, and you got to be careful. So that's why I'm assuming there, there might be some cap despite your, uh, despite your question. I think, I think that's why there should be a cap practically. But anyway, we're going to get back to that later. Let's go on to the question here. So again, the five lines in, the first line is Mesha. Mesha vav shanam ritzufim kadesh yomar aben eitzel chaisna harav. Business is not doing as well. Baruch Hashem, he still has the money to give it. He wants to do money. He has Maisa money. He can still cover it. But now he wants to switch to using Maisa money, which he wasn't doing originally. That's the Shiloh. So before the Chassam Servi even touches this part of the Shiloh, he's going to get back to it at the end of the Truva, he walks you through the general issue of using Maisa money for, for mitzvahs. You'll say, what in the world do the two sugis have shaykhs to each other? This is for a couple who are an Iyam and they have no means of support, and he's supporting them. So the answer is, the angle over here is going to be the problem of whether or not the problem in the Ramah is you're using a prior dovish of a chayva for something now which you want to recoup from Meister. That's, that's going to be the similarity over here. Otherwise, you, don't, you won't see the connection. That's going to be the connection, and he starts off with our Ramah. Ramah, next paragraph. Ramah, Baga. Yeridea, Reish Simon, Reish Mantes, B'Shem Ariel. She'ein lasses shum mitzvah mimos, Maeser Kiganeris Beis Knesses, and I mentioned to you some of the coasts, and I walk him chas. Nakala down, again, Ner Beis Knesses is still stuck on. Shach kasa B'Shem Aram, Tiyacha lasses ba mitzvah lafarnes ban v'gedelem. Forget the farnes ban v'gedelem for a moment, even though that's similar to this case, but that would be true if you had a mind mitzvah because they're poor, then it's rochem. But Lassa's Bar Mitzvah, the Shach says, it's mutter. The question is, is he arguing with Amal, or does Amal agree? That's what he's going to get to. Bera Gerla, Gulyan Shom Kasov, Dafka Mitzvah Shachai Balavi Achi, Mitzvah, there was a prior Chiv, or Mitzvah Shainam Achiv, Mutter Likach Mas Maisa. He says, Amal would agree with the Shach. That it's mutter if you Mitzchila plan on allocating this amount from Maisa. Nearly Shiatzalo came. He says, he thinks he got this. He's going to disagree in a moment. Very interesting Gemara and Be'ah. Guy says, Which he's not obligated to do, but now he just declared himself a Nazir. Then he says, Galeach means, I'm going to take my haircut, which means I've got to bring my Kabonus. The haircut's not so expensive. Kabonus are expensive. And he wants to use the money from my Sashani to pay for these Kabonus. Foods, animals, so my Sashani would be eligible. Is that mutter, the Baran Paskins, Hareu Nazir, the Nazir Sashal, the Enum Megalech, Mos My Sashani? He cannot use Mos My Sashani. Davish Abachayva, Ena Ba Ela Min Hachulin. It's a Davish Abachayva. It's interesting, the Gemara, even though it sounds like he said Tarte Dibra, Gemara says once he says Hareu Nazir, that means Tam Naziris, because he got to pay for your Kabbalah. Now he's saying afterwards, I don't want to be Megalech from this My Sashani. He can't do that. That's the source of a Dabr Shabbat cannot be used. The Baragal is learning, that's all the Ramah meant, you just have to make sure it's not a prior chiv. But if you're doing a mitchil lakach, then it's fine. Okay, that's 10%, but what about if you want to go um, above your 10%? Like, what's the chiv and what's not the chiv? It depends what you were doing. If you were, if you were makabal to do meiser, 
like the minig is today, even though, again, if you, if you keep in mind this whole sugi of the next few months, there's a three way machlegas where the maisek sofim is the race of the abon and the minig. If you the race, um, it's not up to you. If you hold the minig, which many people can hold it is, then it's telling the minig, the minig is Baruch Hashem, everybody gives today who can afford. A thousand years ago in Europe, but that wasn't the minig in every community, probably because uh, they couldn't afford anything, and that's why it didn't gain such traction. Uh, so let's assume it's minig for a moment. Is the Chassam Seraph in this shuva assumes it's minig? And assumes the Ma'aril assumes it's minig? And the next shuva, it's one of the big steers here, he quotes the Ma'aril holds the Raisa. But put that aside for a moment. Let's assume it's minig. So if your minig was to give my sir, uh, you only have a meiser. If you reached your meiser already, you now want to um, give what we call a chaimish or up to a chaim. And now you're just starting that, so you can say, no, I, between 10 and 20%, I want to use some mitzvahs. I want to use some eras based kinesis. That's fine. So I'm saying he's going to say so himself. He just, uh, it's the prior key if it's an issue, but the Baragel is saying that's the only issue. So I'm saying he's going to say, no, that's not the only issue. The issue is using meiser money for anybody but Aniyam. That's a very different understanding of Ramal, which we're going to get to. Uh, actually, we're going to get to it tomorrow night because it's 9.45. Uh, there's another hand.